Welcome to the Marketing Retro Podcast with Josh and Adrian, where we talk about various marketing topics each week, the things that are on our mind. So Josh, tell us, what, what are we talking about this week? What's on your mind? Hi, I'm doing very well. Absolutely fabulous. So uh, yeah, today, this week I wanted to talk about underutilized real estate in marketing. Underutilized real estate. Interesting. What do you mean first? Can we do some definitions? Definitely. What do you mean when you say real estate? Because that, that so, part, I, someone who's moving right now, that's definitely on my mind. So what do you, what do you mean when you say that? Well, yeah, not as much like property real estate, but I'm thinking of just areas that a company might have that are basically places that they can put things, if that makes sense. Like uh, if you did have real estate, like physical real estate, it could be, hey, putting a, a sign for your company like out on the front lawn. So mm -hmm. crossover example of both things, but otherwise maybe it's like the, the you know, you've seen those big magnetic stickers uh, on, on people's car for their business. So those are like creative ways where you're like, huh, I didn't think I'd see a company there, that type of thing. Like if it's an ad, you kind of know that those are like the normal places people put stuff. So I'm thinking about yeah. how can a company use creative opportunities? There's customer touch points. There's other opportunities where it may not be as common uh, that, that people expect like marketing or, or promotion types of things to, to live. Interesting. So tell us about that. Like what are some underutilized marketing real estate ideas and concepts that you've seen? Sure. So uh, if people are first time listeners for us, I'm, I'm Josh, I run a, a SaaS business um, in the marketing space for referral marketing. But since we're a SaaS, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of emails. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's all kinds of transactional emails. Um, one of, one of the places I often think about doing more are, like password reset emails, things like that, like these little places mm. to that you could potentially promote blog content and stuff like that. Um, so that's always been one I've wanted to do that I haven't gotten out of my seat to actually do, which you know half of these fleeting ideas are. Um, but there's a company that does it real well that I'm always reminded of it. So uh, Chart Mogul, do you know Chart Mogul? I do, yes. So you get what's nice, you know, there, there are SaaS uh, metrics and revenue tracking software. So uh, as a SaaS owner, I'll get notifications of things of like, hey, you know, someone bought or someone upgraded. Hopefully it wasn't churn, <laughs> things like that. But in those emails, you get the notification and there's always this little block where it says like, oh, hey, and also latest articles from our blog which I thought was really clever, mm -hmm. right? It's like, it's a way to promote those things. I've clicked on them. I'm opening those emails because I'm excited to see them. Um, right. But that, that that's one of those spots where I think is one of those underutilized, like customer touch points, as I call it, but real estate that like a SaaS company could use. Right. And so what kind, obviously you'd have to be very intentional with the type of content you wanted to promote, especially if it was a password, um, you know, redirect email or something like that. Cause those people, you're, there's a hundred percent open rate, right? Like if right. you're trying to log in and you've got a password email sent to you, you're definitely going to open it. But the goal is for them to try to go directly back and open up, get into their account right. essentially. So 
what kind of content do you think, as you've been kind of brainstorming this, would be a good opportunity in those types of emails? Um, I guess it, since you are getting eyeballs on there, so it could be things like, you know, product updates. So oftentimes people don't want to be distracted with a product update when you're in the product. So you don't necessarily get, yeah. you know, you want to increase usage of your product. You want to let them know the cool things you've done, all this stuff. But oftentimes kind of like logging into the app, the last thing you want to do is, is like see a pop-up that is trying to steal your, your energy or your attention because you're like, Hey, I came in here and like, you know, check off these to-do items or work on this stuff. Like, no, I don't want to take a tour around. No, I don't want to like see these product updates, but yeah. You know, maybe you'll see them in passing. Maybe the password reset may not be the best one because that's like an idea where you're going to see this and, but uh, you're going to see this kind of just like, I need to just reset my password. I don't really care to see that type of content, but maybe you do. Maybe just these are these passive ways of letting you know that something's there and if it draws your interest to do it. So it is sort of like an opt-in attention sealer versus taking the frontline attention as you would when you're logging into the app. So I think that could be a good opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely think there could be space. You'd want to be very intentional with something like the password. What are some other places? I'm trying to think and brainstorm as you're talking. Like, what are some other un underutilized marketing real estate places? Obviously, I mean, let's talk about the mm -hmm. obvious ones that everyone, the not hopefully. underutilized, hopefully social obvious. home pages. <laughs> yeah, hopefully obvious. Social home pages, your own blog, yeah, sure. right? You should have mm -hmm. a blog. If you ask me, uh, your own email, right. newsletter, things like that. Those are definitely ones that should be utilized. What are other options that we have outside of like those little bitty touch points? I like to see it when um, mm -hmm. we're onboarding. I think a great way to kind of market and share content um, during the onboarding process when you're asking like, hey, who you can ask a survey. I like it when we do a really small touch point surveys like, why are you here? What's going on? Um, as soon as I have that kind of information, I can send them content really related to the product use and who they are and what they're trying to accomplish. Um, I've seen webinars work really well like that in those kind of touch points as well, at, you know, especially when it's product specific webinars, right. like you're trying to, you know, maybe it's Canva and they're trying to create social graphics. Well, here we've got a webinar tomorrow talking about creating social right. graphics, you know, sign up here. I think that could be a really cool opportunity too. Yeah, no, I think that would be a good one too. Um, yeah, I think anything that's sort of a, a, in my mind, since I'm also always thinking like SEO for your blog, it's like, what are those also really yeah. interesting, almost like for you, almost like a clickbaity type of article. <laughs> so where you are seeing like a, hey, read this case study on how, so-and-so did X with Y and this percentage increased because you're not in see, seeing those kind of in passing through the onboarding where it's not, it's like, pa it's like passive promotion. If it's like in the footer or it's in these emails or, Hey, by the way, we have webinars running in this week's is going to be X. Like you don't want to, you may not want to send an email blast out in, in your newsletter with that as your headline. Like, cause you probably in your newsletter, you just want a steady cadence of like, they know what to expect. Like I'm getting some nuggets. I'm getting a couple things. I'm getting like, what's the latest updates? Um, but, but in the, in the onboarding process, I think that would be like a, an interesting one. Um, but yeah, I, 
I'm always thinking SEO, so I definitely think of ones that are not going to already get SEO traffic and are more temporal in timing. So you brought up a good webinar one, which is like, is this a, is this something that is like actionable now and is sort of not, not evergreen? Is probably what I would I would I would put on those yeah. things as well. So how do we consider SEO mm-hmm. then? So you've mentioned that a few times for listeners. Let's really break down. When we talk about SEO, what things are impacted by SEO and then what things are not necessarily where that's where we're talking about. This gives you the option to to place stuff here because it's not impacted. So uh, uh, yeah, I guess the SEO things I'm thinking are that intent based search. So someone's not going to search necessarily like, hey, what's what's the latest webinar going on with this company type of thing or things that are worth communicating that are more timely. but aren't going to ha- aren't don't have like intent based so it is kind of meant for the scroll meant for the feed that you're going to grab their attention because it's something sort of going on or something that again no one's probably going to search so i don't i don't know if they're going to search like looking for case studies that but they're probably looking for you know maybe just like abc case study but they're not going to be looking for abc case study that had like a 4x return on roi but that's like a headline that could grab an eye right. depending on where you're at. So be that transactional email of when you're getting your password reset and you see that and you're like, oh, that's an interesting story. Let me, let me read that one. But otherwise, it may not be like the thing you want to try to blast people on and be clickbaity with with your newsletter. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely a very concise audience where a case study is relevant, necessary, appropriate, like the people that would enjoy it. Because the case study, what a case study does is it really breaks down, um, like this is what our product does, this is how we help these people, this is what they do, here's some grand success that they saw, and it kind of weaves it all together and tells a really great story, all while, uh, you know, supposedly making their customer the hero, but it still really makes the company look amazing and great. Like it's the point of selling the company. So it's not necessarily, like you said, that it's going to be bound. It's not a brand awareness type of piece of content. It's not going to be the type of content that you're putting out there to make people aware that you exist. It's the type of content that you need when you're pushing a bottom line or they're trying to make really final decisions in a sales process. And you're saying, well, here, this is meets a lot of where what you are, and we've done these this for these people. Right. We can do the same for you. Kind of a, a piece of content. So you really do want to be strategic and and how you use them and how you place them. Speaking of case studies, if you're if you have case studies and you're looking for a lot of ways to use them, uh, talk about unrealized <laughs> mm-hmm. marketing like real estate and marketing. Uh, case study buddy has a lot of content on how to pull out and use their case studies um, and just any case study in general uh, in in really creative ways. So that's another kind of resource that listeners can go and look up and kind of get some more brainstorm ideas on how do we use these things? Where do we put them? What's some unrealized realistic? Yeah, and there's there's probably a lot of this type of marketing where just people, like they'll produce it and yes, they'll send out case studies and different things for during sales calls or different things when people are asking for them. But it is probably one of those things where you go, okay, you've invested so much time in this type of asset, but how else do I get it out there that isn't just like as that primary thing to, to throw in people's faces? So like it's a passive thing if I read, it's like, oh, I'm really interested in that and making sure it's like 
discoverable in those those different areas. I think that's where you do have to get creative with 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 that that type of content. Um, I'd love to get into more examples yeah, too, absolutely. like <laughs> some of the ones you know going back to. Uh, I know you mentioned onboarding process. I thought an interesting place that I think I've seen it happen a bit of time is what about like after form pages? So after someone fills out like a demo request or a sign, sign up is different. Like if you're signing up for a product, you just kind of want to get into the product. But the ones that have this, like even just filling out a form, like a contact us form or a demo request form, what is, what, what do you see on every one of those pages? Yep. Yeah, mostly that's, it's that's um, it. thank like, you, why, email sent or something like why that. Why wouldn't there be um, like a, hey, no, it's not really yeah, this, that's like a great yeah. real estate opportunity that point. you have the person's attention and you just, yeah. instead of saying, thank you, we'll get back in touch with you, you just could still say that, mm-hmm. but also, hey, have you checked out this case study? Have you checked out this other thing? Have you checked out this, this, these other things that can just further yep. deepen because you already have their attention, so. Yep, we just did this with one of my clients where we created mm-hmm. a D2C subscription report with Pipe Candy, and I'm working with the brand Rodeo. And when they, there's a lead magnet, when they fill out the form for the report, the thank you page is, hey, thanks so much. Here's some other content. Like we've sent them mm-hmm. three of Rodeo's blog posts. So it's a collaboration. Pipe Candy gets the leads that we'll eventually share, but Rodeo. Right is being introduced to them essentially in this way. And we're like, Hey, come, you know, check out these things on rodeo. And so that way it's not just, Hey, great. Thanks. It's in your inbox, but we want to kind of continue the conversation. And they're actually being clicked on. I'm, I mean, I'm watching the traffic there. We're getting some, um, views from the, the form. Yeah. So it's yeah. not, it's performing. It's actually, yeah, I think a couple job. other places that I thought of too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone knows, experience. I feel like everyone knows these ones, but again, not maybe these are just in my head, but the powered by stuff, right? Like, like Hotmail had that original, you know, claim to fame, which was like when you got emails from Hotmail, it'd be like powered by Hotmail or that type of thing. Like the powered by stuff, I think it's something we do like, you know, in in those products, but putting like powered by on those types of things. Or um, I think actually on the bottom of referral rock stuff, on the bottom of their, their portal page, it says like, you know, made with love. And, you know, you see some, some types of things like that, that kind of, when people are interested in listening, um, there's, there's those. So powered by is one that I think is, I think most people know, but maybe you could tell me, is that really? Okay. Okay. I had not thought of those. No, mm-hmm. the powered yeah. by, like that reminds me of the scent from iPhone when you're, you know, you send an email sent from iPhone powered by, um, there are a lot of social reports that I download and a lot of it is like the branding of the social mm-hmm. tool that I use won't allow you. It won't allow you to like right. unbrand it essentially. If right. you want to download the PDF, you're using that brand, um, which, you know, as a good or right. bad, it's what about definitely email footers? doing is that some one that you feel like them. is very obvious, like, like in your salespeople or support people mm-hmm. or anyone in an interaction, just having, email footers that's like, you know, those are hard to change dynamically, but I think there actually is software tools for those types of things, but even just 
hey, the latest webinars yeah. are here, and maybe that's like on all the support, you know, email email signatures. Yeah, I think that's genius. I work with a freelance writer, um, Patrick Ikeas. Ikeas, I probably butchered his last mm. name. Sorry, Patrick. Mm -hmm. uh, but he has a hey, did you know I have a blog at the bottom of his footer? And I like didn't necessarily know he had a blog, but you know, emailing back and forth, I see that. I'm like, oh God, Patrick has a blog. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. And you go and read it. And it is actually his blog and his portfolio. So if you are, you know, interested in working with Patrick and you email him once, you know, you now have his entire portfolio access to it. And I think, you know, for freelancers even, that's a really smart way to kind of say, you know, let your people know we're here. This is what we've got. Um, yeah, a simple link like that. I do that too. It's like, you know, I make sure that my Best Buyer persona and the link to the Best Buyer persona website is in my my email signature. Right, right. So it might be obvious. Um, I did but hear another creative one uh, the other day where someone, and I don't know the capability of doing this, but like, I think you can brand like and put messages on like the Zoom waiting room, like when you're uh, when you're having. So you have a someone having a call. Uh, your, your schedule for call. And maybe again, it's like, oh, also have a webinar. I don't know if you could put links there, but I've heard of people doing that. I've seen people doing, speaking of Zoom, you know, some companies you'll see, they'll have like a, a virtual background, like, like, like thing that has their company or some other things. I'm sure someone's out there working yes. on one, like a way to dynamically change those across. Again, half of this is when you have a bigger company, Yes, you might have three sales reps, you know, three support reps and all these people doing all these various calls. And I think there's products to do this, but are there ways to kind of for marketing to be able to, I don't want to say control it in a bad way, but, but help craft those so that they are set up and easy to change. Like, Hey, we'll put up each webinar this week or these different things. But if you had that type of tool where you have all these touch points with existing customers, again, it doesn't have to be like, hey, you have to buy the product. Like, marketing is more than just generating leads, like we talked about earlier. It's, you know, deepening their product usage, other learning, learning other ways they can trust this company and just feel validated. Or maybe all people mm -hmm. jump in in all different parts of the funnel. So why not just have some of this other information to help round them out and and be in these like again underutilized, unexpected, but sort of awareness of these other content pieces uh, type of play. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. And then like mm -hmm. oops, even just your bios, social bios sometimes are not being utilized, I think, in the best ways usually, um, especially for companies or even like consultants or freelancers, like people who um, it's their job to promote themselves. Uh, you know, you'll go to their bio and there's not even a link to a website or a link to a portfolio or anything like that. Like that's a small little place where it actually does get a high traffic. It gets a lot of visibility. Yeah, so I feel like that's something that's like an audit someone could do is, is, uh, you know, for a company is just like, let me go through, that'd be kind of an interesting audit is like, let me go through your customer journey yeah. process, sort of like a, a mystery shopper. And also one, I could probably highlight and tell you where there isn't there, you know, most people are focused on how you could improve it. Like, Hey, here's information that was missing, or here's where it was a janky drop off from X person to Y person. 
But also, you know, on one of those reports, I'd love to see like, here's other yeah. opportunities you're missing where you basically, you know, it's like you draw a real estate map and it's like, ad goes here in this block in this top quadrant. And I can imagine them going through and being like, hey, look, yeah, you send these emails. You could have, this is real estate that you're underutilized that would probably get, you know, here are the people that are going to see it and here, how many people and when they're going to see it. And it's like, you prompt that with a marketer and they're, they usually have more things to promote that they know how to promote. But if you prompt them with opportunities and saying, okay, now build this here step process of like, here's a new blog article and it, 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 like, yes, post on social. Yes. Do here all the content promotion, but Oh, you can also, Hey, you haven't replaced the footers in a while. Let's do that. Or, Hey, we haven't, we really want to push X or Y this month. Um, let's change the zoom waiting room image. Like let's, let's do all these, these other little, little spots. It'd be great for someone to do an audit and have like a, a list of all these underutilized real estate areas that are product touch points. So. That is such a good idea because as marketers, we get caught up in the creation of the thing usually in the process of it. Um, you know, it almost goes along the lines of the person who should be on mm -hmm. most really large marketing teams of like repurposing and, and cleaning up the content library. Like they could host that kind of responsibility and say, I'm going to find right. all of the potential opportunities. It's almost like customer success, right. but with a marketer's eye, right? Like really can you? I know this was my topic, but can you think of any everything? other ones offhand? That's that, a good idea. That, I like it. Uh, little places. Yeah. So I think mm -hmm. that, I mean, really mm -hmm. also, honestly, a lot of SaaS companies hide their content on their website. You don't put their fact that there's a blog post in the top of your header. It's like very, very at the bottom of the footer. I've got to decide, you know, what kind of content we're looking for. Um, you know, that's a spot where people really do want to read the blog post. They want to read the information you've got. They want to read what kind of um, knowledge base is within the company. It's a part of a buying decision a lot of times. Um, so don't hide it. You know, what I like to do even is put a banner across like, hey, we've got a new blog post right here. Um, you know, I know that we want the homepage to do the heavy lifting of demo or to sign up, to log in, to convert. Um, so you don't want it to distract from that. But it's not a bad idea to just make people aware that there's content they can go look at. Um, you know, maybe your case studies sit on the homepage or, you know, we, when you do your features pages, maybe you link the case studies that connect back to yeah, those exact features. Yeah, um, yeah there's definitely know, places there's, you probably have to fight it out with whoever's content. running the homepage or yeah, demand gen or other people it. to get, get some of those opportunities. But yeah, it's like, you've done all this work. So, you know, if, if there is a place to have those, like, it's just making sure that there's like people are coming from all walks to your homepage. It's not just the first person looking for the, like get a demo or try the product. It's also, they're trying to log in. They're trying to do all kinds of other stuff. They're wondering if the, you know, site was down, if they have any other, you know, or just in general, Hey, what's, what's, what's going on. So it's, it's definitely like a path that is like a, you know, high traffic and, and if you can do it in a nice way without probably getting in the way of their intention, you know, it's like, uh, I think those are, those are all, all good opportunities. So. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Good topic. Very good topic to think about and consider. Where are all the many places that we can, even if it's not a call to action or a demo, but just share the, the last one I would add before we go is probably one totally not related to software and SaaS. But if you ever, I don't know if you're, sure. you probably don't know about these. Maybe you do. But like uh, urinals, <laughs> like, okay. So, so like that is actually a place. Maybe I do. Maybe and, I do. And we'll just leave this, uh, this as kind of like a, you oh, know, no, like non-SaaS software <laughs> related um, and content one is, um, that's actually a place I've seen things is like going to a restaurant or whatever. And sometimes have like, so Amanda standing by the urinal and basically your eyes are like right here. So there will be sometimes ads for other companies, other local companies there. So it's like, they're using right. that real estate. Sometimes it's like a newspaper clipping or some other thing, but, but people use those either in the, like where your sight line is. And there's also like the, there's a thing called a urinal cake nice. uh, at the bottom, which is like, <laughs> you're like, I have no idea what you got, but it's like, like a, it's like a deodorant type of thing. It's got this like, I don't know, thing that looks, okay. okay. So you've seen them, right? So they're there, but they also <laughs> often are branded as well too. So it might be like those yeah, marketing swag opportunities. I'm not, I'm sure you're not going to see yeah. it in a swag booth yes. of like, Hey, get your branded urinal cake and put, put oh, a wow, rock one so you can pee at your restaurant on it. But, but, but. But those are those ones where people are giving away, companies are doing swag <laughs> Somebody to is. like uh, put up on, you know, Somebody so you'll, you'll hang that poster board or you'll use that coaster or things like that. So last one example of kind of mm -hmm. one that is, is definitely underutilized, may not be the best place, but who knows? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that, okay, but now really the last one, because that leads me to remember and to be reminded mm -hmm. of like supplemental bundles, right? Like, especially in SaaS, when you integrate with other tools, find out if you can market on like with each other, you know, if you are in like D2C subscriptions or whatever, if you, if you know right. that like two people, most of your audiences are subscribed to the same two products, see if you can cross market, like, Maybe you'll pick up some people who aren't necessarily, who don't know about you, but maybe, you know, 75% of your audience has this other subscription as well. Or with SaaS, they integrate with this other tool. Let's see if we can like market each other's stuff in secret spots. And that would almost be very right. surprising because you wouldn't right. necessarily be expecting to find, you know, hmm. referral rocks brand. That's on definitely a an interesting mogul, line. Like yeah. Chart, right? Maybe like it's like an affiliate we'd, we'd sale share, stuff. or maybe um, it's just, maybe uh, hey, I'll put you on my notification emails. You put me on your notification emails and we'll run that just as a, like a, like a partnership or just other ways that they can extend, extend their brand awareness with partners. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Adrian. We'll talk later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Josh. Great, great, great topic.